0: The secret to keeping your kitchen clean is keeping it organized. Hello and welcome to Tidy Home Secrets. I am your host, Danny, sharing tips and tricks for creating a clutter-free home without becoming a minimalist. In today's episode, I'll be sharing with you seven ways I've organized my kitchen so you can do it too. If you find this episode to be helpful for you, don't forget to leave us a rating and review over on Apple iTunes and subscribe to this podcast for more episodes. Kitchens are the heart of every home. And I know firsthand that when you don't take care of it, the accumulating clutter will cause you a lot of stress and overwhelm. Because as a mom, I probably spend more time in the kitchen than in any other room in our home. Keeping it organized helps me get food on the table faster and makes keeping it clean a lot easier. And that's why today I wanna share with you guys the seven ways I've organized my kitchen so that you can do it too. The first thing I did was tackle my utensils. I find that kitchens look a lot neater when your flatware and your cooking utensils are cohesive. So what I did was I got rid of all of my plastic cooking utensils And I only use the wooden ones because they elevate the look and feel of my kitchen. I also use stainless steel flatware because I love the sleek and minimal look. Plus, stainless steel is durable and it won't rust. The second thing I did was get rid of mismatched dishes. Before we moved into our home, I realized I still own dishes I bought from 10 years ago. The worst part is it wasn't even a matching set anymore. So I got rid of them, I took a trip to Ikea and bought new individual plates and bowls. Now you may be wondering, how many dishes do you need in the first place? Well, in general, I'll say you need enough plates, bowls, and flatware for everyone in your household to eat twice. Because let's be honest, there are gonna be times when you just don't feel like doing the dishes. For us, being a family of six with young kids, we own 12 dinner plates and snack bowls, 10 cereal bowls, eight serving bowls, six small dessert plates, a separate dinner set for six, and a flatware set for 10. So I hope that helps you understand my thought process a little better. My point is to not own too many or too few, but just enough for our family size, taking in consideration our daily use, and being realistic about our needs. Number three was using airtight containers. Not only has that helped me to keep our food fresh, but it also helps me to see the exact amount we have on hand. When I organized our pantry, I made sure to purchase airtight containers for our cereal. My husband is the only one who eats cereal in our house, but he'll forget to finish the box if he can't see how much he has left. Not to mention, cereal begins to go stale the minute you open the bag. I've also purchased an airtight bread box that sits right on my countertop not because i want to take the bread slices out individually of the plastic that it comes in and throw it inside the container but because i want to keep all of our bread stored in one single place and every time i open the bread box you guys it smells so good just like a bakery number four clearing off my countertops I have to admit, when we first moved in here, I went crazy filling up every square inch of these countertops with something decorative or unnecessary simply because I had the extra space. And you know what happened? I couldn't use it, especially my island. When I was cooking, I'd find myself running out of space to place ingredients and even making my kids' plates was stressing me out. Ding, 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 ding. That's when I realized countertops aren't meant to be decorated. They're meant to be utilized. But that doesn't mean you can't decorate them at all. You just have to be more intentional about placement. You have to know what's adding charm and what's adding clutter because there is a difference. So here are some of the changes I've made. They have been clearing off my four foot island. Right now there's just a white vase on it with fresh lavender tulips as a centerpiece. I've also stopped setting the island. Yes, it's pretty to look at, but the dishes were just getting dusty and the seats weren't even being used. I've given the toaster a new home too. We use it every morning, but it's bulky and honestly doesn't need to be out in the open all day long. So after breakfast, I simply put it in put it away in a cabinet. If you have the storage space to hide your slow cooker, your toaster, your electric can opener, your Instapot, your air fryer, etc., use it. It'll make your kitchen look less tacky and more tidy, trust me. Number five was protecting my produce. Don't you hate it when your fruit goes moldy before you get around to eating it? That's what happens to us every time. I did purchase these ventilated produce containers I found on Amazon and man, have they kept our produce fresher longer. If you're leaving fresh fruits and vegetables in their store-bought packaging, they're gonna go bad sooner. It just is what it is, but there is something you can do about it. I'll be sure to link the produce containers I use inside the blog post for this episode down in the show notes. The sixth thing I did was hide our trash cans. This was an absolute game changer for our kitchen. Instead of buying a covered trash can and setting it at the end of our kitchen island, we purchased a pull-out trash can system. And my husband installed it under the island inside the cabinet. Now I realize everyone may not be able to do this, but if you can, you should. It's tidy, tucked away, and I hardly ever smell any odor. You can see pictures of it over on the blog, which is linked down below in the show notes. The seventh thing that I did was downsize our kitchen knives. Unless you're an expert cook, I promise you, you don't need all those knives you have right now sitting on your countertop. Call me crazy, but I only own four. Two paring knives, one chef's knife, and one sentoku knife. That's it. I've also learned that having knives out on your countertops is bad for feng shui because it cuts the energy of the room. Not to mention if you have kids like I do, it's better to put knives in a drawer because if it's it's out of sight, it's out of mind. I hope this has motivated you to clear your kitchen clutter. I've inserted pictures of my own kitchen and systems mentioned in this episode for your inspiration in an article on my blog, which is linked in the show notes below. I thank you guys for listening. I thank you guys for being here. I hope you were able to walk away with more than what you came in with today. And if no one has told you, let me tell you that you are enough. You are doing a great job. I would appreciate it if you leave us a rating and review over on Apple iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast, share the show with your favorite people. This is Danny signing off. Until next time.